Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. And in this week's episode, I am joined by Lisa Haycock as we talk about how we are not supposed to do life on our own. A surreal interesting chat about how we find support in our lives, about community, about resilience and about how we're not really, it's not fun to do it, it's not strong to do it all on your own and actually needing other people can help find real strength for you. I really enjoyed speaking to Lisa for this conversation, so I hope that you enjoy. Lisa, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, tell us a bit about you. Well, I uh, actually live in Leicestershire in the UK, which throws people off when they hear my accent. So first and foremost, I am a mom of two adult daughters, Brie and Alexa, and I live with my partner, Darren, in Market Harbour in Leicestershire, Uh, but I'm originally from Seattle. So I've been in the UK for about 18 years now, going on 18 years. Um, and I'm a certified and accredited life coach, grief coach, and grief educator. Okay. I've had some interesting conversations in the sector I work in where I've spoken to people in hospice care. They've talked about how it's such a still such a taboo here. So I think like and so you know, we don't prepare for death the way we could in the UK. I think that's very telling. So that'll be interesting if that comes up in the podcast. I know that you've been thinking about it, Lisa. Tell me, what do you know for sure? What do I know for sure? You know, I was thinking about this. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of things that are real definites for me. But one thing I know for sure is that we're not meant to do this life alone. Yeah. How long have you known that? I have known that. I feel like I've known that in like community for a really long time. But in 2018, in between 2018 and 2019, there was a lot of loss in my life. And it was those people, you know, my people, that it really put a stamp on that belief that we're not meant to do this life alone. We cannot just do these things alone, good or bad. But especially when the when trauma happens and loss happens, it is so important to have your people around you it really is it really is and I can speak of that even from being poorly and I had my brain injury obviously in 2017 so my family and my friends were very much around me I really reflected on it in the pandemic that I don't know how quickly I would have recovered if I had had to do it in isolation both in the hospital and at home yeah yeah and I think you know really during that time it really showed us how important it is to have community and have people and so some people flourished and some people really struggled but the ones who flourished had still had people around them it might have been online but they still had their community of people and those who really suffered the most were just extremely lonely yeah. and and we just aren't supposed to do all ups and downs of life by ourselves it wasn't ever meant to be that way yeah, and it's interesting isn't it because sometimes people think if they do things on their own they've got the belief system that means that they are therefore stronger and they see that as a, a badge of honor don't they 
Yeah, absolutely. The independence. I mean, I feel like I'm fiercely independent and it's like, I don't need a man to do, you know, I don't need these things, but I know I need community. I know that I can be in my own head. I know that when I'm, when I'm struggling, I need that person or people or tribe, if you will, to lift me up when I can't walk, you know, when I can't keep, I can't see it's all a big jumbled mess in my brain and I can't think clearly having just those people who know me is really important to get me out of my own head. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's really important. And I think when you're talking about community, I think that's sort of how this podcast came about in a pandemic because I miss those wee interactions that I would have because I talk to everybody everywhere I go, it's my thing, that I would just have with women as I went about my week on the train or in a coffee shop or wherever. And I would like to think that that's what I've built within this, that there is listeners who come back week after week and they, and that's why it's as long as a cup of coffee and that they almost feel as if they are part of a community of these women just sitting chatting. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a really good point because, you know, I'm speaking about people who know me, they're my tribe. But when you talk about just human beings and needing that interaction, you know, when when the world started opening again and I could hear people and then people were in coffee shops and it was just like, oh, my God, yes, we're 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 back in um, the land of the living, so to speak, where there are human beings. I mean, for me, it did kind of start, it was before the pandemic, because between 2018 and 2019, I lost 12 loved ones through oh death. Goodness. And yeah, and, you know, my dad, my niece passed away of an illness um, that she'd had all of her life. Um, and my dad was diagnosed with brain cancer. So I went back to Seattle and cared for him, but also caring for my mom because they'd been together for forever. Mm. And so when my dad passed away, I came back to the UK. But in between that time, I had friends pass away, friends, children. Um, 14 months after my dad died, my mom passed away in her sleep. And then two months after my mom, my 24-year-old son-in-law died in a tragic fall in front of my daughter. And you know, his co-workers and, you know, so it was, it was literally like, as soon as you lift your head up, you get hit again with another loss and another loss and another loss, and another loss. And that's what I mean. If I had to do it on my own, yeah. I would not, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here. Or if I was here, I'd certainly be in a ball in the corner. I would not be where I am today. If it hadn't been for a wonderful counselor, a wonderful life coach, wonderful friends, amazing daughters, you know, that these are the people, my, my partner, it, it, it just wouldn't be the same. Yeah. I can really reflect on that and think, I mean, gosh, how, how harsh a time that you and your family have had and your poor daughter as well to, to lose a partner. That's really tragic, isn't it? I think yeah. when I reflect on what you're saying, I think about how I wouldn't want to do life on my own. Like yeah. I don't understand no. why anybody would, quite honestly, even though others may see it as a badge of honour. And during the pandemic, I really missed my friends. 
And yeah. It, yeah. So me and my best friend used to go for a socially distanced walk every single Sunday. And rain or shine, so sometimes we were absolutely soaking by the time we both got home, but we did it. And, you know, there's something... And obviously we've both got back to life and it's busy and we're both working and, you know, we still make time for each other, but not as regularly as we used to. And I actually said to her a couple of weeks ago, I'm missing the pandemic. I'm missing us two going for a walk every Sunday. So we're doing it this Sunday. So that's good, right? Yes, see, it's an intentional then. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it is, isn't it, about that? Where would be the point of doing, for me, where would be the point of working hard to come home to myself or celebrating on my own or commiserating on my own? You know, I think I really feel as if, yeah, your people are really important. And I think it's more of a badge of honour to need people than it is to know, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, there's some some people who will say like, oh, I hate people or, you know, is it kind of a flippant thing? And but then when you actually get to, you know, that I've heard even friends say that and it's like, you don't, though. I mean, there may be certain people that yeah. you just that are toxic and you need to get rid of. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm quite I can do that quite easily. But the your people you don't you know you need you need them so as I reflected on that question it brought me back to the the losses um I went through a divorce very amicably um but still you know there's there's that that you have to deal with and then um in March I was diagnosed with breast cancer but that was a very early stage it was a mam my very first mammogram um and I had a mastectomy and I, then I, I chose to have the other side removed. You know, I didn't want a ticking time bomb there. Um, but, you know, you're just thinking, OK, like that's enough now. This is enough now. We're done now. But in that time, good times, bad times, those people and that community were around me. And I had the tools and the mindset to work through those things because of the things I went through yeah you know since 2018 so it really builds this resilience in you and if you're if you're wise enough to get the help whatever that looks like for you whatever it is whatever modalities whatever tools you need like you get that help it does just build that resilience and like you said, it's not a badge of honor trying to do it on your own mm. and just going, my God, like uh, it's actually strength to say I need help. Like yeah. I need help. Exactly. I think I'm reflecting on people who might be listening to this. And because you said that you are a grief coach and you've got a lot, obviously, of recent experience of grief. I wonder if people who maybe have lost, you know, I, I reflect my dad who passed away uh, at a good age in 2014. And he was one of ten, and he had lost his wife like thirty years before. Um, my mom died a long time ago, and he had lost all his brothers and sisters. All his friends had died. For him, what would no? He still had us, right? So he still had his family. But I think if there's somebody listening to this who's in a situation like that, where they feel as if all their people have just passed over because of time, because they've got old, then or for whatever reason. But how do you say to them, you can't, don't do life on your own, you need people, and they might be sitting thinking, but how do I find people? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a really good point, especially if they don't have children or they don't have, 
you know, they, they, they are alone. And that is that, you know, it would almost be on the flip side of community and us mm-hmm. who it's our responsibility, especially for the elderly who are alone serving. So us going and serving those who are alone and making sure they're taken care of and they've got their food. So it's almost like putting the onus on us is the way I see it versus them going out and trying to find their, their people or their friends, especially if they're quite elderly and it's hard for them to get out. Perhaps they're not interested in, you know, I don't know, these, you know, playing chess, you know, it's, they're not in a community like that. So I really think that that is a really good lesson for us to be aware Uh of those who are just lonely, really, really lonely. And that, and, and some people, you know, they do have a community of people around them. So it's wonderful, you know, but, but for those who really are, I do think the onus should be on the rest of us. And what I often talk about, like giggly, say, there's nothing like nearly dying to know who your pals are. So I'm very sure of my friends, right? And so for people who don't have that, and I've got some friends that I've got a friend who I've had since the first day of primary school, right? So I've had friends that for a long time, some of my friends. And when I talk about how important that is to me, I do like to always say to women that don't have that, start now. If you don't have a group of friends that you trust, that have your back, that you laugh with, that you cry with, that are just there in your life and present, then start now. And I can actually really reflect on that because a friend of mine was setting up a networking group in Glasgow and I didn't really need to go as as in for the networking opportunity because I feel I've got a good network and all that. But I went to support her and I have made a whole new network of friends through that, right? So we're actually going out next week and we send each other the voice memos are very funny on WhatsApp. I only met these women in probably April and I already feel as if I am part of a supportive group of women. Now, I've already got all my other friends, right? But I am there and I'm part of that. But that did take me, I suppose... I like talking to strangers, so it didn't really take me out of my comfort zone. But for some of them, it took them out of their comfort zone because you had to go out, you had to be vulnerable, you had to stand alone and see who was going to come and talk to you. And it happened. And so there's, it's never too late to build a network, to build that support so that you don't do life alone, isn't it not? Yeah, absolutely. And there's, you know, I, I'm quite an extrovert. But putting me, and I've done networking now, but my God, the first time I was just talking about this the other day, the first networking group I had to go to, because I was always in the corporate world. Now I'm in my own business. I'm like, oh, and I moved. So I was like, oh, I should probably meet some people. And I went to this networking group going, oh God, I don't know if I want to go in there. Oh my, and they're the most amazing people, my friends They're, you know, I love, I love them. And but it was, it took me to step out of my comfort. It took mm. action. Yeah. So sometimes we just have to, you know, like the book, feel the fear and do, do it, it anyway. It. Like you have to just sometimes step out. So in, in, when we talk about loss or, you know, like in my case, sometimes that is getting the help that you need, a professional, because even our friends, like they don't want us to hurt. Of course they don't, but they're also not they don't know what to say or do necessarily. Yeah. And, and a lot of times you don't do, you don't say anything, but that burden is on them. But we need to find a third party person. Like I went to a bereavement counselor, you yeah. know, I, I knew that she was trained and she could help me. Yeah. So, it, you know, that, 
that was something that I did. So I'm very much an action-oriented person. I'm an action coach. I'm an action-oriented person. Like, what do I need to do and what tools and modalities and I'll grab anything and everything. And I think that that is also something that you're talking about with stepping out. Go for it. Like, grab any, even if it's uncomfortable, because you could just be finding your community of people. Exactly. And I think it's that real, like, new friends, new people aren't going to go and come into your, into your house and find you sitting on your sofa watching Netflix. That's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> You're yep. going to need to go out and meet people and actually it was just in the last few months probably about may june time there so you know we're now in halfway through 2023 more than halfway now gosh lisa but it was only now that i actually felt as if right the world is back so that's been like three years of even though the world did open up again intermittently and all the rest of it i actually just felt as if right that's back i'm back in the world i'm going to events I'm meeting people, I'm going out for dinner, I'm having fun. I mean, I'll be honest and say I'm also completely overwhelmed by having to go into people's workplaces every day because it's just like, ah! But but it does feel as if everything's back. And I think within that three-year hiatus that we all had, there was the opportunity for reinvention, wasn't there? So if you say on 2019, like, oh, no, I don't like going out meeting people and all that. So people might have thought that was true about you, but change it you can change it yeah absolutely and I do think yeah there's been a lot of I mean I don't know if it it, it, in your business but I know in mine for sure people were are start were starting to question like if if this is all there is to life I don't like my career Mm. I'm feel stuck I feel overwhelmed I'm riddled with anxiety I don't know what I want to do but what I'm doing is not what I want to do like there was so much self-reflection and inner work that a lot of people started doing and that is to me that's very exciting like that's a positive when we start to be more self-aware figure out who we are and what we want and then kick out the roadblocks and go do it you know that to me is so important like you said when I'm just going to go and do this even if I'm you know not comfortable with it I'm gonna go do it Uh and like you said now it's like open so there's all these opportunities and sometimes I think people just feel still a bit stuck yeah Mm -hmm. and I think to, to anybody who is a bit more introverted be sure there's people like Lisa and I who are going to be there and going to talk to everybody anyway. So, like, you're not going to stand there yourself all day, you know, because there's extroverts everywhere, isn't there? Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry, because we'll make you feel comfortable and you can have a tea or coffee and a biscuit or cake. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So as you walk forward now in life, knowing that you're not meant to do it alone, who is it you feel like you're sort of walking forward with, I suppose? Who are your tribe? So... Like you, I've had a best friend since I was seven years old, mm. I'm 50, 53. Um, so we've been best friends for a very long time. And even though we're on different continents, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We're still best friends. Um, my So I said I had gotten divorced several years ago and now I have a partner, a gorgeous partner. He's so supportive and so wonderful. And my daughters are literally some of my best friends. And then yeah. I just having... Uh, weirdly, when I came to this country, my friends, most of them, I would say probably 
90% were work friends. I met through different jobs in this country and they've just become my people and they're just there for me and I'm there for them and it's just, it's a beautiful thing. It is, it is such a beautiful thing. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Lisa, and sharing all your wisdom with us. Thanks for having me. It's been a great chat over coffee. Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching and Hughes Ignite. If I refer to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching and Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, anhughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.